Welcome to another edition of Talking Tigs. Uh, we got a good one for you this week. Uh, a lot of bombshell news coming out of Baton Rouge. Will Wade is out. Tigers are in the tournaments. In as a sixth seed. We'll go over that, who they're playing, who we might end up playing. Uh, and just kind of try and get over all of that because of this NOA news that came out and that's uh, painted a really bad picture for the Tigers uh, basketball, but also with football. But I, I don't know. I think there might be some some dif differentiating circumstances with that that we can get into. Uh, but before we get into all that, oh, yeah, by the way, baseball went 3-0 and this weekend, took all three games against Bethune-Cookman, which I think is really good for them because uh, I think we have, uh, what, I think one more tune-up game against Tulane, and then, uh, you know, then we're going to start SEC play here pretty quick. So a lot to get into. want to check in with the co-host, um, didn't mention any of us by name it already, but uh, we always do that. I'm Scott Gerard. I'm about to introduce Tommy Johnson and Daniel Zollinger. I don't know about you guys. We had some uh, some winter weather this weekend, uh, freezing rain, snow, all kinds of stuff. Uh, but otherwise, now it's beautiful. It's great. It's been a day out in the yard. Um, how about you guys? Doing pretty well. Had a, a fairly busy weekend, um, both trying to keep track of the LSU sports and then some like family events going on, but glad to be uh, with y'all here to take apart this Will Wade news. Since we've been a podcast, we, this completes the clean sweep of the major coaches from uh, Ed Orgeron, Paul Maneri, I guess it was Nikki Fargus on women's basketball, and then now Will Wade. So uh, the, the changing of the guard is basically complete and we'll, we'll be on to a new era together. Yeah, uh, good to be here with you again. Uh, kind of a bad weekend for LSU, so uh, ready to get into it. But, I mean, I don't know if there's much good to be taken out of it other than maybe some close wins against a team I never heard of in baseball. <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, I don't know. I think um, one good thing out of that, you know, other than LSU getting a sweep, uh, you know, Ty Floyd had a really good outing, uh, and he's – I don't know, he looks really good. So I don't know. We might have a, uh, you know, a game two or th game three starter developing, kind of solidifying something. Maybe I don't know. At least the offense looked great in the last game. They won fifteen to nothing. Uh, but I guess to uh, you know to just go right at uh, the the eight hundred pound grill in the room. Um, I guess we could start off with some good news, right? Like LSU is going to be a sixth seed, we know, in the Midwest region. They're going to start out with Iowa State. Uh, that's going to be on Friday. And uh, I don't know. I Just looking at the game, obviously, I, I, I don't know. Iowa State it usually has been good in the years past. Uh, I don't know. I thought the Big Ten overall was, was maybe down a little bit this year. But um, I was kind of surprised. You know, I didn't know if we were going to drop even further because – you know, with the, the news about Will Wade, I, I seem to remember something, you know, like we, you know, you, you could rank a team looking at their whole season, but if, if they lose their, their coach uh, right before the tournament, I don't know. I, you would think that might affect some things, but I, I don't know. I guess not. I guess they're just giving LSU to six seed for what they've done this entire season. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's accurate. Uh, do I think that we can somehow turn it around and, get inspired even though LSU lost their coach maybe they can rally around the uh themselves and the interim coach and make a run at it yeah I don't know maybe what uh what, what do you guys think I mean um do you think we have a chance at anything or is it like does it just kind of feel like the wind's just been whatever win we had left I should say 
uh, has just been completely taken out of the sales. And I don't know, there's some talk as if, you know, LSU should even accept an invite, right? Because if we don't accept the invite, then it looks like we're already starting to penalize ourselves more for what's about to come down upon us. So let's start with that. Do you guys think we should just play and see what happens or just kind of sit it out and start with uh, putting ourselves out of our misery? It's, it's always tough to play when you're on the field or on the court performance is being overshadowed by stuff outside of that, which is the case right now in terms of Will Wade. This is kind of similar to what happened in 2019 when we were playing without him, when these same allegations were kind of first rearing their head and now it's come to completion. So probably unless we just go on an absolute tear and make it to the final four or something, whatever happens in the tournament will likely be a bit of an afterthought, which is kind of too bad for the players after uh, what started to be a promising season. But in terms of the first matchup, yeah, Iowa State, they're kind of similar to us, and they're a little bit streaky. They were on a, a big tear at the beginning of the season. I think they were 12-0 and 0 also like us. But then they had some, that. They, they've had a lot of struggles in the Big 12 play. I think they were 7-11 and 11 in conference play uh, with no real major wins. Uh, but they, they've shown that they can play. But I think it'll be a fairly even match with, obviously, we're 6 and they're at 11, so slightly favored, but really could go either way. But I do like LSU in that. Just I think we have more talent. Uh, after that would be Wisconsin, most likely, um, and they're probably a more solid around all all around team. I watched them play a couple of weeks ago, Wisconsin, and they have like Johnny Davis, one of the leading scorers in the country. So uh, it'd be hard to contain him. But and then yeah, Auburn in our same little bracket staring us down, who basically demolished us in the one time that we played them. So it's hard to see the Tigers going super deep. Um, there's still a chance, but I think the the Will Wade stuff is really kind of the story here. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that at best we win this game and then lose in the next round, but I wouldn't be surprised if we lose this game. And then I've also even heard that there's talk of us actually forfeiting these uh this like this berth in the um in the tournament as like a sacrifice to the NCAA. Um kind of like what we did this past year or two years ago with the bowl game where we got the notice of allegations and we said, well, we're going to self-impose a, a postseason ban on our team. And I think that that actually might be a good way to do it if it can take away any potential sanctions we might get, because I mean, look, we're not going to, we're not going to win. We're not going to win at all this year, especially not with our, without our uh, head coach or associate head coach. So uh, I would say, you know, maybe best case scenarios we play in that second game and then we play in that first game and lose because I don't even know if we're going to play in that first game. Right. Um, well, I'd say this uh, first and foremost, um, obviously LSU fired him beforehand. It's like, well, you know, you could just keep him on and see what happens, but obviously the, the sanctions were so bad, you know, they, they had no choice. So Scott Woodward is not going to have to replace uh, another major uh, athletic department higher within what his first three years. Um, I mean, that's what we brought him on for. I just, I, I don't think anyone anticipated we'd, we'd need him uh, so quickly, but with, with Wade being gone, like um, I'd say, take the, take the bid. You're playing with house money at this point. Everyone that's like, you don't know who you're going to lose anyway. Right. Like everyone could transfer out at this point and no one would, have any ill will towards them uh, i'd say roll the dice see what happens because i don't know yeah you can self-impose but with with the, the the bevy of charges they have against us i don't know i, I feel like they're still going to put something on top of it because we're looking at lack of institutional control at this point so 
I, you know, I don't know if any institutions ever, it's like LSU is not going to give themselves a death penalty. Right. So I, I don't know that, I, I don't know what the NCAA, NCAA is going to do. So um, we already suspended him when we first heard about the news and it took this long for that to play out. So I don't know. We fired him, right? We got rid of the problem, which was the, the reason for all these charges anyway. So same with Ed Orgeron. Uh, it wasn't why we fired him, but uh, I mean, he's gone as well. So that, that's why I feel like people aren't going to, they're thinking football won't be as affected, but I don't know. I think the program as a whole will be. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's going to take a long time to really know kind of the true implications of this, as far as how the LSU basketball program fares in the next few years, we haven't really seen any movement from recruits at this point. There's some speculation that people could like immediately decommit because uh, Will Wade was the, the five-star factory, probably according to the, the payments that he made, but like, I mean, even with the NIL deals, that's a bit more above board now, and so you can kind of do that stuff. But if they're these commits are will-weight guys, then maybe they're no longer with LSU. I guess it's good that they haven't immediately jumped ship, but that could happen, and LSU could drop back down to a mid- to lower-tier SEC team, um, which he elevated them a bit above that, not obviously to a powerhouse like Kentucky or uh, Kansas or somebody like that, but a team that can't compete, obviously, for SEC titles, which we did in – uh, 2019 and his it kind of sours his legacy if you could even call it a legacy at LSU or his reputation obviously because if things do turn bad over the next few years then there's going to be a lot of finger pointing at Will Wade it's almost going to be kind of similar situation of football where it's like oh it was oh and his people that caused us to be bad and, but in this case it's gonna be oh it was Will Wade and then so who knows we could fast forward to 2025 and at that point people are still going to be blaming him for woes. Hopefully that is not the case and the upward trend continues, but um, well, it really would be his fault. If we're, if we're bottom of the barrel in 2025, it would be his fault. Yeah. Not, and not even because he got, not even because he was cheating, but because he did it so poorly and got caught. Yeah. Everyone's cheating. There's still charges waiting to come out. You've seen, you've seen all the reports about Zion Williams well, it was Ian Williamson. Like it's almost all but confirmed that he was paid by Nike. Yeah, like Bill Self is, of Kansas is like on record like multiple times, like paying players and stuff. And he's still he's, yeah, Kansas he's, is the number one seed in the tournament this year. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. But the fact is, is that if you read those notice of allegations, Will Wade was was paying players out of his own personal account with his wife's name on, with his wife and his and his name on the checks. Like. It doesn't make any sense. So if it, if if LSU basketball does go down, it is going to be his fault, and people will rightly be able to blame him for five to ten years in the future. Well, I don't know. Do you really think it'll take that long? Because at this point, uh, I mean, he has kind of—I don't know if you'd say he's built the program out of the doldrums, but it's like he made him a contender somewhat, right? Uh, I, I'm not so bad that he fired him because obviously he couldn't put it all together. It's like we played Arkansas three times and. It's like we look, we took him to the line at their house and then we just looked completely flat against him in the tournament. So, you know, we'll wait. I don't know if he was ever going to complete the job, but it's like everyone was doing this, like you said. So whoever comes in, yeah, you might be looking at sanctions, but uh, it's like if if all you're missing is what, two postseasons? Uh, I don't know, whatever the terms are. Uh, I mean, he made him a contender and, you know, the SEC is kind of taken over as, a, you know, a, a premier league in basketball, if you can believe it or not. So, why not still go to LSU with what is possible? Yeah, I think obviously it's pretty quick to jump to this topic, but it'll be interesting to see where Scott Weber goes as far as the next coaching hire. If they immediately try and jump on a big name right after the tournament, um, kind of splash it like they did with Brian Kelly 
in the football season or, or Kim Mulkey, um, or if they kind of play a little bit longer game and wait to, to hire somebody. And we'll see if he, his trend continues of hiring, like maybe the biggest names available, people you don't even really necessarily expect. Um, I'm not a college basketball expert, so I couldn't rattle off a big list for you of people. Um, but it'll be, yeah, for sure. Uh, Tiger Nation will be ready to see who will be the next coach, considering how basketball has approached uh, a higher tier in terms of like status among LSU instead of just being like the big baby brother to football, which it still is to some extent, but like at least people do care about it now. I saw, um, I saw a tweet that I thought was interesting where people were saying, uh, maybe Scott drew at Baylor would be willing to, to look at it. Um, I know they just won a national championship last year. So maybe, maybe not, but, um, <laughs> but Kim Mulkey, Kim Mulkey had just won a national championship a couple years ago and she came here. Yeah. So. Well, but she said she might reach out to him, right? Like on our behalf. I saw that somewhere. I don't know. That's uh, true. I, I mean, whoever it is, we, we might be spending an ungodly amount of money on it, which I guess if we fire Will Wade with calls, at least we don't have to pay him out like we did to O, so we can save yeah. a few, few bucks there. Yep. Starting yesterday, we don't pay him another dime, which is great, right? But, uh, yeah, it's like, where does that leave the program? Because we still haven't heard uh, what the punishment might be. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys think the football program is going to be – affected on the fringe because of this or do you think that they are uh they've kind of um what do you call it time served already based on what they've already done i think the football program is kind of pretty much in the clear they they clean the house with the bowl guard with um oh and his assistants for the most part and then they self-imposed the bowl bane even though it didn't matter in 2020 and so i think and plus those stuff pam vidal alexander's father was I mean, more than five years ago, I think at this point. So we pretty pretty much moved past that. Maybe they catch one or two like recruiting. What's well, infraction? Listed the, it's listed in the notice of allegations, the most recent one. Yeah, I understand that. Um, I, I meant like they say like, oh, you lose a few scholarships or something uh, for like recruiting, but I wouldn't say anything major. The only the only trouble is if is if you can tie the trouble with Will Wade and then the past issues of um with football and then they do that lack of institutional control thing that's mm-hmm. when it really becomes an issue right because then it's the it's every athletic program is affected right um yeah i mean even though there was only a, a couple that were really in, in the in the mix of it but yeah it's like we still haven't heard what's going to happen with with kansas like you said uh bill self is involved in this and you know there's there's zion so it's like i'm wondering are they just going to make an example out of us or is this just like the first domino to fall? Um, I don't know. I'll ask one more hypothetical though. Uh, Cause I remember, you know, when all this, you know, when he got fired, everyone was started seeing some old clips of remember the last time uh, what was it? Wade was suspended. I think. And Joe Oliva showed up to a game and the whole crowd was basically saying <laughs> fire Joe Oliva while he was there. I don't know. That was this was like the second time where I don't know if he probably wanted to fire someone, but he couldn't. Uh, do you think LSU would have been a better situation if they had fired him, fired Will Wade three years ago? Like I don't know who we could have gotten, but maybe they wanted to play it out. I guess they had no choice at this point. But do you think some of this would you know? Because you said Tommy, it's on Will Wade, and I I do agree with you. Uh, I'm just wondering though if you thought any of this might be on the administration for just waiting three years just to kind of get to the same conclusion. 
I mean, I think it's, it was an interesting strategy that they played at least, which was basically just to ignore it completely uh, and just move on with life as usual. Meanwhile, the media is calling for his head every six months when USA Today pumps out a new article. Um, but I, I don't think they would have been any better if they'd done it in the past uh, because there still would have been the allegations uh, against LSU and the institution as a whole. And Will Wade would have just been a scapegoat at that point, even though he was kind of the, the key figurehead. Um, so, and who knows how we would have played on the court at that, that point. And we might not have pulled in the five stars that we did, even if we didn't make any big runs out of them, at least it's kind of established just as a semi player. So I think in the end, it's probably a, a net positive that he stayed on for a, a few years longer, even if it, it did wind up in, in the same basket. Well, I think also that when the initial decision to keep him on, um, that was an elite decision, like you said, Scott, and then have y'all seen that that Woodward got his contract extended because of this? Mm-hmm. Like within his so within his original when he signed on to be the LSU athletic director, within his contract, he he said like if a notice of allegations comes to the university based on uh, on events that have taken place before my tenure or starting before my tenure, something like that, I automatically get a two-year extension. <laughs> so he's already been extended to 2027, I think. Um I can understand why. Yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense when you think about it. Cause he's like, I'm going to need more time to fix this. If, if something bad happened before I was here, then I need more time to fix this. Don't like blame it on me. Um, but I think that with, with like that in mind, you bring him in. And, and of course, if you remember in 20, you know, what was it? 2018, 19, Will Wade was adamant that he had done nothing wrong. He remember he wouldn't talk to, he wouldn't talk to Oliva. He wouldn't talk to F King Alexander. They they were like just tell us the truth like you know tell that's us right what he didn't he didn't, he he didn't show it. up to their office right like he just they didn't hear from him for like a week or so yeah they didn't right. hear from him at all it was weird um, he kind of disappeared and so uh, I, I, when you when you come in as Scott Woodward I could see him being like well you know they haven't gotten him yet maybe he's maybe he's right maybe he didn't do anything and maybe that was you know him being a totally innocent man and being and saying like I'm not going to talk about this. Uh, but I guess now, um, you know, I, I can totally see, and maybe, maybe there was a conversation I had when he first came in and he says, look, you're our coach until there's, until there's confirmed, you know, until they serve us with a notice of allegations or until they prove it, like you're our coach, but be ready to pack your bags if, if something actually comes up of it. So, yeah. And, uh, and here they are and there he goes. So. I don't know. Uh, it's, it, I think it's way too early to start tossing names around. I mean, some people already have. But uh, I, I don't know. I think, uh, like, I mean, the tournament, they just announced everyone today. Like, no one's looking at that. Even, any coach that would even consider LSU, like, he's, he's focused on, you know, the tournament about to start. Because I imagine anyone that we're going after is in the tournament, right? At least they should be. So, I don't know. We have that to look forward to. Hopefully, we can make it out of first weekends. Um, I don't know. I, I think, uh, I don't know that not, not having Will Wade, I, I mean, it will affect us a little bit, but it's not like without him that, you know, even if we had him though, it's not like we were guaranteed anything. Right. We, we might have <laughs> less, uh, less technical fouls without him, less free, free throws for the other team. Yeah, we will right. not lose a game on a technical, not that we did, but uh, I mean, you know, we, we lost to Arkansas by enough points that were included in a technical, but anyway, um, I don't know. It's, I think it's good to move on. I think it's interesting that this fan base has had to deal with the moving on of, basically every single major <laughs> coach 
in the department uh, since 2019. But, hey, uh, it's been a whirlwind, people. Um, looking forward to see who they get in there and uh, seeing what the Tigers can do, if anything, in the tournament. I don't know, though. I, I don't know. Not that um, Will Wade was necessarily holding him back. I just don't know if he could ever really quite figure out that missing piece. So maybe the guys can figure it out with the, uh, you know, the interim coach. I don't know if I could say either way. Could you? Yeah, I think I think one win in this tournament is a reasonable result for LSU in the sweet 16 is like a big win. Like you're very happy with that. Um, but like Tommy yeah. mentioned earlier, given the inconsistencies of this team and the terrible teams that we've lost to at certain points, bombing out in the first round to Iowa state, especially without your head coach and all the stuff swirling around is definitely in the realm of possibility. Um, if they do win, then they play two days later against Wisconsin or Colgate, probably Wisconsin, but uh, I wouldn't get your hopes too high, unfortunately, if you're a LSU basketball diehard. Yeah, right. Um, but I don't know. It's very interesting, you know, who, who's uh, building up to the tournament. You may not. I thought Texas A&M may have earned themselves a seed with that that run they had in the tournament. Kind of like can, the women's Kentucky team did, right? Like, they just kind of came out of nowhere and won every game and took the tournament. A&M almost did that, but uh, Tennessee actually won the SEC men's tournament, so... Uh, congrats to them, I guess. Auburn just looked absolutely horrible. Uh, I can't imagine a game where Xavier Pinson went 0 for 14, right? That's just ridiculous. Uh, that was Katie Johnson, Auburn, Auburn guy, like went 0 for 14, which is just sad. Anyway, I, I think they're trending down. Um, do you guys have a, like a favorite for the tournament before we move on to uh, baseball? Um, this year, it's not really any one dominant team Gonzaga, obviously the number one overall seed is going to be the, the odds on favorite. Yeah. Uh, some teams I liked Arizona's played really well, like high octane offense. Um, and then we mentioned Arkansas, even though they were went flat against uh, Texas A&M, they've played really good basketball lately. So I wouldn't be surprised if they can make a run. Um, and then like, I mean, even a team like Iowa just won the Big Ten tournament. So we've talked about teams getting streaky in March and just going on a run. So it's just whoever's got the hot hand. Uh, obviously, I'm interested to see in who the big bracket busters are going to be when everybody's complaining that uh, South Dakota State ruined their bracket five minutes into the tournament. Um, always good to see a lot of tweets about that, people complaining. And uh, But it'll be an exciting tournament. This is March, as they say. So anything can happen. Yeah. Uh, and time marches on. So uh, shifting to baseball, uh, Tigers uh, had a clean sweep at the box this weekend against Bethune-Cookman. I tell you what, though, uh, except for the last game, uh, Bethune-Cookman didn't necessarily make it easy. Uh, you know, they came to play. Uh, they actually, Tigers had to claw to get ahead with like a seventh inning go-ahead hit in, uh, in game two. They won eight to seven. Uh, the first game they won six to three. Uh, but man, it, you know, it wasn't easy. Uh, and they, I don't know if you could say they had a scare, you know, with our game one starter, Blake money, he kind of had to leave the game. It was an injury. I've, I've heard it wasn't that serious. So hopefully we're okay there. Cause if LSU lost their game one pitcher, then, uh, you know, wow. Uh, it's talk about going off the rails at the beginning of the season. I feel like that's where they'd be. Cause you know, they're still trying to figure out game two and three starters, but I don't, I don't think it's that serious. Uh, please let me know if you've heard otherwise. But I don't know. I was able to watch a little bit of it. I mean, you know, it's typical Tiger stuff. Uh, you know, our power hitting kind of helped us in some of the games. Some clutch hitting helped us in game two, definitely. But, um, 
you know, game three was just a complete blowout. But it was good to get a series sweep before, you know, we start SEC play. Do you guys, uh, do you guys see any of the games? I watched uh, some of the McNeese game on Wednesday and then I was oh, that's uh, right. a little bit out of it on the Bethune Cookman. I was trying to keep up with it on Twitter. Um, I saw that the kind of the overall theme was we were homering basically a lot um, in the weekend, but yeah, the, the first game we had to, to clutch up to win and even McNeese made it close at the very end. Um, so not, a, not a flawless performance by any means. Like you said, Ty, or early on, Ty Floyd um, played pretty well or threw well in the Saturday game. I think he only allowed one run through seven innings uh, so we can get more outings like that then we'll be in, in pretty good shape and then um, I think Mikhail Hilliard went on Sunday against Bethune-Cookman and he played well also and he threw six innings which is a lot for him normally he goes for like four or maybe five so uh, that's really starting to shape up and yeah we got A&M in the first SEC uh, play this upcoming weekend they're okay but not great and I think that'll be good, good kind of ease into the more heavy hitters later on in the season. Um, and LSU's 13 and three against the weaker competition. You can't really ask for too much more, especially since a lot of teams have been falling uh, in college baseball so far this season. Yeah. Yeah. Including Texas. Like they lost to uh, UCLA of that last game of that series last week. And then they lost to Texas state at home this weekend. Uh, so I think, didn't we play Texas State last? I feel like we played them last year. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, I yeah, think I see. Go ahead. I was going to mention there was kind of like a viral clip going around of the Texas State when they beat Texas. The pitcher like storing off the mound, yeah, and threw the horns down, like right in front of the home crowd oh, wow. at home plate, and everybody's kind of screaming at him, but he, he was fired up. Um, so I guess it's good that at least somebody can beat him because we couldn't. Although Tulane, who we're playing this week, they're ranked also. So good to see my green wave back in the uh, – in the polls. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, and then, you know, the rest of the ACC, Arkansas, I don't know. They were ranked what number one, most of the season last year, uh, this year, they, you know, they've, I think there's pretty susceptible and my goodness, Mississippi state, they were at 500. They were like six and six before this weekend. I don't know what they're at now, but they were still ranked somehow too, by the way. Uh, last year's champions though. So I don't know. I think there's a little bit more parody in the SEC get to find out obviously when they start SEC play this week, but yeah, I don't think um, I'm not going to give LSU any games, any series for that matter. But uh, I think LSU hopefully has the upper hand against A&M at least to begin with, but we shall see. Um, I don't know guys. That's uh, is that, is that it for us? Maybe so. Yeah. I don't think there was really any football stuff besides getting collateral damage from Will Wade. Um, right. But I think that'll be the, the big news. Well, obviously next week we got the tournament. So it's a big time for LSU basketball. And then they're going to go into the coaching hire uh, there as that steps up. So uh, exciting time. Um, I may or may not be with you all uh, next week. I'll be out of the country. Mm. <laughs> um, I'll be podcasting from the Caribbean on the beach, uh, but uh, I'm sure that the talking Tigs group can still bring y'all some good content. Yeah. For those that don't know, Daniel's uh, he's going to do some, uh, some baseball scouting down in the Dominican for us. Uh, Cause I guess Jay Johnson's got his eyes on some guys and uh, he, he chose Daniel to go down there. Right. Yeah. Or is it just vacation? I uh, know I got I got my visor and my clipboard and my whistle and my radar going, so I'll be I'll be timing them. Nice, nice. Well, right on. Uh, sounds like that's it for us this week. But uh, obviously, you know, we're gonna have the tournament next week. I doubt that they would 
you know, have any sort of coaching decision figured out by then. I don't know. Uh, depending on what our guys do in the tournament, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see who stays and who goes, right? Um, both who's already here and who, like, committed to LSU. Because, what, we had – well, Wade had, what, two five-stars commit uh, this season, like, during the season while all this was going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we kind of knew this was kind of lingering, kind of just put it out of our mind, right, because we didn't hear about it for so long. Usually just once a year, right before the tournament, Pat Forty would come out with an article letting us know that this is looming, but now we finally know. Uh, so moving forward, I guess that's all we can do. Uh, but I don't know, Tommy, do you have any, uh, any last thoughts before we head out? Um, you know, thanks, Will Wade. Thanks for all the memories, but <laughs> yeah. uh, See you now bye. it's over. Yeah. What about you, Daniel? Uh, no, I think that's all. Um, good luck to the Tigers in the tournament and the Lady Tigers too. I, I don't think they're, they're going to announce the bracket in about 30 minutes. They're probably going to be a three seed. So maybe there's a little bit of hope there, at least with Kim Mulkey um, not falling apart like the other program. But uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Final four or bust. Yeah. You, is there any rule that like Kim Mulkey can't coach both? I feel like anyone could take over, any woman especially, could take over the Tigers program right now. Uh, it could be Kim Mulkey, but I, I doubt that could ever happen. I, I, would, I would put my uh, full faith behind her, though. Uh, but I think that'll do it for us here on Talking Tigs. Uh, tune in next week. We're going to have some uh, March Madness coverage for you and some, uh, some more baseball as we open things up with ACC play. And I don't know, maybe we'll get some more recruiting or we'll get some more uh, spring camp videos out of football and what Brian Kelly's doing. Either way, we'll have it for you here on Talking Tigs. So until then, Stay safe, stay tuned, fill out your brackets. We will talk to you next time on Talking Tunes.